Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. It's been a minute. Uh, we've had some serious life events going on, but um, we're back. So I'm Dylan. Joining me as always, Cam and Ben. If you haven't listened to us before, and we're kicking off our return with a little promotion. We got asked to do some Warner Brothers promotions uh, in honor of their 100th anniversary. They are releasing for the first time ever uh, in 4K Ultra HD, Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke, two of which we've already done. The third we're doing right now. Um, Can you guess which one it is? uh, It's Rebel (laughs) Without a Cause. Um, And so if you want to participate we are having a giveaway for this uh warner brothers 100 um you can build your collection of cinematic classics now available for the first time in stunning 4k ultra hd academy award winner humphrey bogart and the maltese falcon academy award winner paul newman and cool hand luke and iconic james dean and rebel without a cause uh, you can win these by going to our instagram at cocktails and classics pod following the directions there to enter uh, we got five codes to give away at the end of the month, we'll uh, go through, find our winners randomly selected, and we're going to give out the codes. We'll DM you on uh, Instagram. So head over there, and uh, shout out to Warner Brothers for uh, helping us out. This week we're doing Rebel Without a Cause, a 1955 drama film. Yeah, it's categorically drama. Stars, um, well, it's most famous for being one of James Dean's three like films he did as a star. It's directed by Nicholas Ray. It also stars Natalie Wood and Salmino, Jim Backus. Ben, you have a cocktail for us, I believe. I do. So, uh, this week's cocktail is the Toreador, which you might remember is what Buzz calls uh, James or Jim as they're uh, playing the, 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 what is it, the Chicky Race? Hmm. So... Uh, the, the Toreador is kind of like the cousin of the Margarita. Um, so you're going to use um, tequila, a apricot liqueur or an apricot brandy, uh, lime juice, and then optionally you can use agave syrup and bitters. Um so, like I said, it's kind of like the cousin of the margarita. The apricot brandy kind of takes the place of the triple sec. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, it's good. I think you can probably use some different brandies and try it some different ways. Could probably be a little interesting. You know, we've done, I think, some brandy drinks on the pod that have called for, like, peach or apple or some other different kind of flavored brandies. I think it would be an interesting way to try. Um, I thought it was good. Like I said, kind of seemed margarita-ish, but still a little bit sweeter and a little bit of a different flavor to it. Check out them show notes below on how to make yourself a Toreador. And if maybe you're missing any ingredients, head on over to, you know, Drizzly or Casker and uh, go ahead and order some with the code. It's just a link. Oh, all right. Just follow the link below. You don't even have to type (laughs) in a code. That's how fucking awesome it is. You just click the link and order it and it comes right to you. 
we're we're kind of rusty, you know. It's been it's been a couple months. It's been a while. It's been a long time. So, uh, had anyone seen this film before? No. No, I feel like this was one of those that's like always been on my should watch list, and then just kind of never got around to it. I've uh, this and East of Eden have always been on my watch list because I'm like, they're classics. They're James Dean. Like James well, Dean has this this persona about him that he's like, I feel like he's become an icon bigger than he ever actually was. Because yeah, I mean, he three movies three all in the year he died. Yeah, and he like rose to fame and then got in a car crash and died at the age of twenty four. It was yeah. Like, so I mean, I yeah. It's almost like. Um, if Orson Welles would have died, like, right after Citizen Kane, right? <laughs> like, the dude literally hit, like, the peak and then just was gone. But what's really weird is all three stars of this movie were were gone way too young. Yeah, I think Natalie, I Sal died Natalie at, like, Wood, 37. Yeah, so Sal died at 37. He was, he was like, stabbed in a random mugging. What? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He was coming back from from rehearsal for a play he was in, and somebody like stabbed him in the chest. Like that was that was it. Um, Natalie Woods' death is uh, a bit weirder. Um, there's a whole big conspiracy around it. Um, because at the time of her death, she was with her then-husband, um, who was, I'm trying to remember his name, Robert Wagner, famous actor in a lot of things. Um, she was, like, with her husband on their yacht, and then she drowned? But there's a giant mystery about, like, how she ended up in the Anytime water. anyone drowns from a giant yacht, I mean, I'm immediately suspicious. Ever been. And that's the thing, like, nothing was ever, no one was ever, like, charged or anything, but it's been one of those, like, it's one of those weird Hollywood mysteries. That's like, what, what really happened? Who's that one actress that also, like, same thing, like, died, like, drowned, but it turned out later she was, like, trying to save her baby? or something oh that was naya yeah. rivera she was in like glee or something right oh yeah i, Her, yeah, I yeah. remember that now mm-hmm. i don't know but this is an interesting so this is from uh the la times this was in the at the end of 2021 that um oh this article says that in 2013 County coroners changed Natalie Wood's cause of death from accidental drowning to, quote, drowning and other undetermined factors. And the coroner's report cited fresh bruises on her arms and knees, along with a scratch on her neck and a scrape on her forehead, as evidence she might have been assaulted before she drowned. uh, That's sketchy. Some questions? Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, it's been heavily implied that Robert Wagner had something to do with it, but nothing was ever proven. And also Robert Wagner was, you know, super famous and big in Hollywood. So, you know, he just kept acting and doing stuff and that's just, you know, how shitty things get shittier, right? 
Well, apparently Dennis Hopper was one of the uh, his, street his toughs. Goon. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't didn't realize that. But yeah, how weird, right? That like all three of them died super young, and none of them really of natural causes was just like, is this movie cursed? Yeah, I so like like Ben said, like this has been on my watch list for a long time, and um. You know, I was like, oh, I gotta do, I gotta watch these James Dean movies. Like everyone talks about them, you know. Got, gotta get them. Um, so it just never, never made it onto my plate. And then I feel like I, I kind of slept on this one for a, a little bit. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, I will say, one of the most famous lines in the movie happens in like the first ten minutes, but that line is also ruined for me because you're tearing me apart. <laughs> Yep. Yes. Yes. I heard that and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? God <laughs> damn it. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was like waiting for that line and then I was like, no, it happens in the police station because I, I've seen that line before from this movie and then I was like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that because there then... are other similarities uh, to the room. Like, you can... Okay, so like if you have read uh, the book or um, the Disaster Artist, or yeah, or have seen the movie, you know that like James Dean is like some inspiration for this guy. I feel like in the room, uh, Tommy, I don't remember his name off the top of my head for some reason. His character's name. Why Johnny. so? That's oh, right, Johnny. Johnny. No, Johnny and Lisa and Denny. Their relationship seems very, very weirdly similar to interesting. I didn't the relationship between the um between uh uh Jim, Judy, and Plato. It's like exactly that the same. Makes sense. I did not think of that. Yeah, like he's like the the third wheel, but also kind of like ch- a child like to them. Yeah, okay. he's like child. That relationship to them, was but like, fucking weird. Oh, it's weird, and it's weird in the room. It's the exact same thing, though. It's so weird both ways, and then and then both Denny with an E and and Plato end up like getting into some bad shit. And I mean, mm-hmm. the difference is obviously Plato dies and Denny does not, if I remember correctly. But um, no, Denny. Denny just the becomes involved dies. with a drug. The only one who dies is Johnny. Yeah, that's right. Way to ruin the ending for everybody. <laughs> Wait, if they're listening the at this point, if you haven't seen the room, go ahead and go back and listen to our room episode. Uh, okay, God. so, all right, since we we've already talked about this, I wanted to bring this up. Um, so here's my here's my hypothetical question right now. Um, I, there's I have so many things to talk about. Are we supposed to sympathize? With Plato, like, are we supposed to feel bad that he died? Yeah. Because, like, here's my thing. He's a, he's a psychopath. I mean, obviously. Yeah, he was killing he, animals he's kind in the of, beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of a product of his situation. Like, he needed therapy. His mom didn't want to pay for it, and so she dipped to Hawaii, he says. But, like, yeah, he shot a, a litter of puppies at the beginning of yeah. the film. That's like, the reason Why did you there. kill those puppies? Yeah, yeah like, I mean, I he's think he's not a. I don't feel bad for him in a sense. And I think it's like, a situation where it's kind of just like sad, like 
I don't like I I think you're think you're kind of supposed to feel sad about it um but also not at the same time I also am wondering what that looks like back then because like now all of us know right that like one of the yeah, signs all of, us, all of us have seen criminal minds and we're all aware that like torturing animals is like the first sign that that kid is messed up right that's like the first sign of psychopath one of the three signs of like you know of psychopathy or whatever is is that and so like i don't know if that would have been treated with the same like disdain as it would today you know but uh in any case i think that it's supposed to be kind of somewhere in the middle where you're like this is a sad situation that this kid is in like the only person yeah. trying to take care of him is like, like the housekeeper yeah mm -hmm. also okay correct me if i'm wrong when jim goes and sees the poster for the whole planetarium thing does it not say juniors and seniors? Yeah, it does. So, Plato is only maybe a year yeah, younger a year than this two. guy, yeah, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. That's what makes it weird, right? That's what makes it right. weirder. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He's That's like, he, like he's like his father obsessed, figure like he sees him as a father figure when he's like the yeah. same age. Right. Oh, it's so weird when he's like talking to uh, Stella, I think is the character's name, right? Mm, Judy? 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 Judy. Oh. The main out, woman? Out here watching, Natalie Wood? Dylan out Judy. here watching Streetcar of Desire. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, maybe, Judy. I don't know. I got the, I got um, the page yeah. up. It's Judy. But, uh, yeah, like, the when he's talking to her and he's like, I want him to take me fishing because he's not going to get mad and he's, he'll, he'll be easy. And, and, and he like, what does he say? He's like, it's Jim, but it's actually James or and James. Jamie if he likes you. Yeah, and if he likes you enough, you can call him Jamie. And I'm like, no one in this fucking movie has called this guy Jamie the entire <laughs> and then, time. And then she calls him Jamie, and he's like, where the fuck did you hear that? Right, it's like, <laughs> that's not my Excuse name. Me? What the fuck? No, it was... Uh, yeah, I kept no, watching it being like, this kid's, this kid's fucking But they're crazy. all weird. They're all weird. Like, uh, James Dean's character is, like, the only one who's, like, semi-normal, even though, like... I don't know why he's like weirdly assist, like obsessed that his dad is like a simp. Okay, like, yeah. The, okay, I no, I disagree. But the girl with that only kissing because I think dad, the dad is the most normal character in this entire thing. The, the dad's just a, like he's just. He seems okay like guy. a normal, like, sympathetic yeah. father, and his dad's and he's like, wait, I'm mad that my dad doesn't commit spousal abuse Smack against my mom. My yeah, mom. It doesn't, what like the when hell? He's, when he's wearing the apron and like taking dinner to his wife because she doesn't feel good, and he's like drops it, and he's like, "Dad, you gotta stand up to her, leave it's it on like, the ground." And I'm like, "You, you should leave it. Let her see." It. What are you trying to prove here, dude? <laughs> A true alpha would leave it. <laughs> well, and his dad's like, in in typically in in normal fashion, is like, "What are you talking about? I have to like, I should clean this up. I made a mess." He's like, "No." I don't like this. I don't like being called a chicken because I don't want to be like my dad. Like, what? What is happening? I don't want to be some beta like cuck male. I'm an alpha. <laughs> Dude, chill out. But, like, the the girl, like, trying to, like, kiss her dad was so fucking weird, too, man. Like That was weird, and then her dad's reaction to it was super weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, I mean he was basically slut-shaming okay, her at saying, some point. You know? I'm not saying it's okay to, like, you know, but like I, I get, he's like, he's like, no, like you're too old, like 
that this is over like don't don't like fucking kiss me but like the whole thing was weird the whole interaction was strange yeah yeah tom brady i think she's a little old to kiss her on the mouth <laughs> uh yeah the whole interaction was weird with her dad i mean why he was even why she was even in the thing to begin with like the police station was yeah, like, she like he was like lipstick mad that she was face. wearing lipstick or something and yeah like she was like she was like lashing out because her dad like quote didn't love her anymore or whatever like didn't pay attention to her so she was like dressing more racy and like putting right. lipstick so on. weird like what's happening looking for boys i'll be honest i think the most normal stereotypical characters were like the greasers who are getting in knife fights and driving <laughs> around in stolen cars like that's like the most quintessential 50s thing like you're like oh they're a 50s gang and this is the shit they do okay checks out yeah Mm-hmm. Just a casual knife fight at Griffith Observatory, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and the staff was like, boys. the staff was just like, oh yeah, no, we got some trouble. <laughs> and hey, all all James had to do was just cut one button, and then he he'd he'd be in. He's part of the group. Only not really. After he then slashed he, the then tires. he wins. <laughs> Then he wins the fight, and then it's like, oh, oh, you think you're a big shot? Well, let's do this other thing. <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute. pretend to you just drive said, off a cliff you, together. <laughs> what you just said, if I cut off a button, then, like, we're cool. I cut off your button, I think that means I'm cool. Yeah. No, if you're really cool, we'll do this more dangerous thing. Fuck do you. Do this thing that totally can't backfire and jump out of a moving car as it goes off a cliff. There's nothing that can go wrong with that. See, the problem is, is that... Buzz never did the test jump. He fucked up. Yeah. Was anyone just like, what the fuck? When they, so they're at the mansion. They're like, oh, let's go walk around or whatever. Let's go explore. Then they're like laying on the thing. And and she's just like, I'm in love. I never knew what it was like to be in love. And I'm like, your fucking dude. Your boyfriend just died. He yeeted himself off the cliff. (laughs) No, same day. It was the same day. (laughs) yeah yeah it was it's the same night and the, the dude just yeah died. and it's like you've known <laughs> this like, dude for you. two days in total <laughs> and one in also, one of those days not, you were dating the other guy who died no it's the same it's the same day still it's still the same day yeah they no, met that met, morning no. at school they met that morning no, the, going to school that meant yeah the whole okay. movie takes unless place you want to unless you want to oh. count the the night before or whatever at the police station but they didn't where they meet, they didn't meet at the they police didn't station. really meet he, he saw, her. saw you he saw her. yeah but, he didn't, but it's like, not like he they didn't talk to introduced her. each other yeah yeah he was like he was like oh i knew when i saw you this morning like that right. it was gonna be like it was gonna be a good day or something i forget what he's yeah like, he's but like that was that was strange your boyfriend just died, and you don't really know this guy. And he's also hanging around this weird Play-Doh dude who murdered He's also puppies. hanging around this other. <laughs> he's also hanging around this other kid who's the same age but thinks of you as parents. <laughs> also, did I miss the alcohol bottles, or were they supposed to be sober inside the the mansion? I think, uh, I think they, they were, were supposed sober, to be sober in the mansion. They. If you would have put like one or two open bottles, I would have bought that they were drunk acted. Like they were acting drunk through that entire thing. Like when they're um, when they were like fake buying the house. Well, not just or that, but like even around. afterwards, and it's like, well, let's go explore. 
and the two of them are like going through and it seems like they're kind of like half stumbling through the house and i don't know it just you could have sold that as them being drunk and i would have been like yeah that makes way more sense than them being sober at that point no it was weird uh it was i feel like it had all the wrong messages and like points in the in the entire thing you know like it was like hey uh it's cool to bully people at school it's awesome uh your dad should stand up to your mom more you know maybe physically uh you know oh the also the uh judy she says the line i like she basically tells him that she is a really shitty person when she's with the crew but not by herself like she's yeah, you like, can't oh, judge not, me. Yeah. You can't judge me by the way I am with my friends. Yeah, like what? Yeah, when I'm with the kids. <laughs> like, w- which is the way uh, she says that when I'm with when I'm with the kids. You yeah. are a kid. You cannot be the same age and like consider yourself above when you are literally in a police station as like as a way means of getting attention the night before. This movie. Um... I don't know. I feel like sometimes it encapsulates you get movies. boomer culture. You can say it. No, no, no. I was going to say, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of movies come from the perspective of like the, like adults coming back, like, like, you know, like reefer madness in the sense of like, where it's like this, like, this is bad. Like, I feel like this movie is kind of like counterculture's movie back to the adults where it's like, this is from the perspective of the kids. Like, this is like, you know, we're troubled. This is what it's really like to be a kid. Like, it's kind of like sending that message of this is everything that happens in real life, parents. To me, this movie was if John Hughes was in the wrong. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, I will say. Oh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the movie. I just think, like, if John Hughes' thought was, like, the character... If John Hughes were in a dark place, I feel like that's what this movie would be. Yeah, I think overall, like, I thought it was okay. Like, it, it wasn't the worst, like, old movie I've seen, for sure. But it's just, like, I don't know. Everything about it... Everything about it rubbed me in a in the wrong way a little bit for a long time. Like, every part about... There was something about, like, every single part of the movie that was like, ah, oh, what? Oh, God. <laughs> Why? I just feel like so much of the movie was, like, sporadic. Mm-hmm. Like that would that would be my biggest complaint is like we start out we're in we're in jail and then we go and it's just a normal day at school but we're you know he he moves or whatever in the in the thing and then that pisses off this like greaser gang and I'm like okay all right and then now somehow like, we're what are doing they so this, mad like, about you know like what are they mad about really oh so okay I so in my head the main like buzz is automatically still mad at him because he, in his mind, which, you know, not a couple hours after he dies, it (laughs) seems like even in the beginning, he's, like, hitting on Buzz's girlfriend, which I feel like is where he's just like, okay, what the hell, man? But I don't get... I, I feel like that's where Buzz is coming from, but the other guy's being like, oh, man, he mooed during the planetarium show. Yeah. What a... What a dick he move. Out, what a tool. He outclowned you. He outclowned you. <laughs> what a tool. We should go knife fight that guy in the parking lot. <laughs> we should slash his tires and then later try to kill him. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. I'm like I'm like 
if somebody made a joke in class, you're gonna go and like slash his tire and then fucking try to stab him. The fifties were wild, man. I guess. Um, Make America. It is funny right? that Just I feel like fifties like... where we would knife fight in planetarium. <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like this is portraying their idea of like. Like fooling around as like slashing tires and getting in knife fights, you know, cutting each other. It's like if you did that today, that would be like multiple, multiple counts of crimes all in one, and you would be arrested and probably let's, put in jail. Let's, hey guys, like, let's, when, when let's he, go commit assault with a deadly weapon against one another. Let's damage property and commit felonious assault on somebody. That'd be great. Well, what's so crazy is, like, you see that in movies, and that's, like, so that's the idea of what, like, like greasers were. But then, like, these people just went on, what, they graduate, then they just go on to have normal jobs? Like, yeah. two years later, this, two years later, this is just a normal dude. They become Supreme Court justices, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Boofing beers and... PJ and Squee, man. <laughs> I know he's not that old, knife fights. Still, I mean, yeah, I, uh, exactly, right? They became they like, were greasers, and then they I like I don't know knife fights. All right, <laughs> I like I like me and my friends. PJ like and Squee would pull out our switch blades. We try to cut the buttons off of each other's shirts. And if someone got stabbed, so be it. <laughs> yeah, what were what were his rules? He was like he was like. I forget what it was. It was like you stab, you don't slash or something. Was that what it was? I forget. Yeah, they were talking. They were definitely doing jabby mode. It was jabs. <laughs> it, was it was jabs. Jabs, jabs not slash. I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was. They they did mention something about jabs. I like but the how they literally was like Mike Myers holding the thing at one point. Like he was like freaking. <laughs> he was like holding it like down. Like he was fucking Norman. Fucking Norman Bates. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what I love is the fact that there was, mind you, they were willing to stab each other, but only yeah. if the other guy was also holding a knife. I mean, that's just honor, you know. You can't, you can't <laughs> jab a defenseless man. See, now Cam gets the movie. Now he understands. It's all. It was all about honor. That's it, the I mean, whole it, point it, of the okay, movie. It, it, was he called him a chicken and not being a chicken like your dad who won't hit his wife? You know, like. <laughs> It's just so bad. Yeah. Like the the whole point is like it's like why why is this the I just don't understand why Jim this man of honor like his obsession is not being a coward like he perceives his dad to be but it's like he's not a coward his dad is not a coward which is, which is just another thing I just realized is such a huge <laughs> such a huge loop to the room. Of the whole, like, oh, are you a chicken? Cheap, 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 cheap. As the way to goad anyone into doing anything is yeah. just immediately go chicken. That's no, that's actually a really good point. I mean, that's a that's another parallel to the room. This freaking chicken thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Have any of you heard a chicken? <laughs> oh man. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I no, completely... I mean, yeah, that's that's right. That's a good point. So. Okay, so the other thing that I had a question about was, did anyone else think the ending was going to go differently? Because when they, when Jim goes into the planetarium and he's like, he's like, oh, like, do you want my jacket? And then he takes the gun from him. I'm like, 
oh no, Jim's about to go out there and get shot because he walked in with the red coat. Mm. And then he's going to come out and he's going to have the gun. But then he's like, oh, no, give me the gun. And I'm like, okay, so maybe he's okay. But I, I, I just thought something with like him handing him the red jacket was going to get him killed because he was going to walk out there and just get blasted. Yeah, I honestly had no clue where it was, where the movie was going. If I'm being honest with you, at the end, I was, I was just there for the ride. Like, what? All right. My my thought was that, just because I've seen too many movies, my thought was, oh, Jim, you fool! You got to empty the one in the chamber. <laughs> you always forget the one in the chamber. It didn't matter anyway. He went out and immediately got murked. Nope. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but, Luke, okay, so to loop back to my point of, like, I feel like this movie is, like, it's it's the kids, like, talking to the adults. Like, the, the part where Jim is going to go turn himself in and his parents are like, no, don't do that. It's going to ruin your career or whatever. And he goes to the police station to, like, literally turn himself in and they just won't listen right. to him. And it's like... I don't know, that was just so humorous to me, where it's like, oh, he's trying to do the right thing, and then literally, like, the adults won't listen to him, because he's just a kid, and he wants to talk to the fucking juvenile. Well, do you think there's even something, like, there about the fact of, like, the whole, the cop is literally, like, any time, day or night, you can come here, like, get a hold of me? And then he's not there. It just seems like the minute he goes to do it, he's immediately just like, yeah, he's not here, too bad, get over it, leave. Right. Yeah. Ben, I feel like um, in my mind when I when I started to watch this movie, I was like, Ben's gonna fucking love this movie. Like, it feels kind of like um, <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, oh, what's the one we did? American Graffiti. Like, it's it's kind of American Graffiti esque to me. Like fifties Americana. Yeah, I think if this movie was filmed and took place in like 19 i give it like another two three years and that soundtrack would have just mm, hit me in the heart i'd have been even more all about it uh i i will say that yes like there are parts and i I, there were some parts of this like the knife fight at the planetarium like i feel like i've definitely kind of seen that spoofed before um like, I feel like I've seen a couple shows or something kind of like, probably like a family, one of the probably McFarlane shows, like Family Guy or maybe even like American Dad or something that was like, oh yeah, it's a knife fight at the planetarium. It's just like that movie. Um, so like that, that was something that I'd, I'd remembered kind of seeing before, not realizing it came from this movie, but yeah, there were some things where I was just like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This seems this seems geared towards my boomer ass. And then huh. then shit took a turn. And I was like, maybe this is not geared towards my boomer ass. As someone who just loves c- cinematography, this movie, like the Cinemascope, mm-hmm. uh, kind of sucked to watch on my computer. Um that's why you should enter the giveaway and get that 4K UHD. Huh. Watch that on your nice television, not on an iMac while your baby's screaming in the background. Um, but, uh, man, some of the shots in this movie, like, obviously, there's, like, the, the like, you're tearing me apart. 
it's just iconic for the line and like the setting but like the scene where the you're about to do the chicky run or whatever the chicky race and she like mm-hmm. drops their her hands and the camera oh, and the cars like zoom past yeah. her that i've i've seen that used multiple times and like like if you ever watch like a super cut of like oh like cinema's history like that's always mm-hmm. used there um this the shot where uh jim is like laying upside down in the living room and his mom comes down the stairs and it like rotates back over to like the normal like it it shows her upside down but then rotates back over to like being right side up i was like holy shit this is like was this movie 55 i'm like what the fuck (laughs) doing some wild shit out here for for 55 (laughs) yeah i will say watching this movie it it did at times feel more like a movie set in 1955 and less like a movie that was actually made in 1955 I don't know if it's just because, like, James Dean starred in this movie and, like, you know, everything surrounding it and, like, you know, why he's, like, the star he is. But, like, the guy who directed this movie, I don't I don't know another movie that he did. <laughs> like, this was, like, his one movie, I feel like. it's It looks like he did one with, like, Humphrey Bogart called yeah, In a Lonely Place say. in the 50s. But, like, I've never heard of that movie. Um, so it's just interesting to me that, like, there's some stars in this movie. Like, you have James Dean, you have Dennis Hopper, but, like, other than that, it just kind of seems like one of those movies that, like, just somehow made it, like, grew through the weeds and made it. I don't know. I don't know. Natalie Wood's pretty famous, right? Yeah. I mean... West Side Story, Miracle on 34th. Which, I mean, yeah. Yeah, West Side Story, which was a little bit later on, but... Yeah, I mean, she'd been acting since she was, like, four years old. I think she was pretty famous. They just cranked shit out back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's they, what's they even went, more surprising, went. that he was only in three movies, right? It's like... I mean, yeah. They make so Realistically, many. Realistically, when you sign, like, a deal with a studio, you were making just movie after movie after movie. Yeah. I mean, that was basically, like, you look at most actors of that day, it was like, oh... They signed with this studio, and then they just cranked out movies nonstop until people were sick of them. I mean, yeah, the 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 director of photography, he did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies in 1921, and then like every other year, did pretty much like four or five movies a year. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, damn, dude, like. That's when they went full, like, Ford assembly line. <laughs> it's like, all right, we got Humphrey Bogart for six pictures. Let's get him in here. Yeah. Quick, we've got, got shot Humphrey Bogart all for that six. <laughs> we, need, we have Humphrey Bogart for six pictures. Quick, I need six scripts for Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> We're going to make them all this year. I mean, really, it, I mean, really, it, it, it times a disheveled does man. feel that way. It was like, oh, we signed this actor. Okay. Do we have a part for him? No. Well, quick, get to writing a script that fits this guy. Like, oh, okay. We have Marlon Brando. Cool. What are we doing? I I don't... Here, here's this movie. It's called Streetcar Named Desire. Perfect. Quick, start writing another one. I mean, and it happens today, too, to some extent. But, I mean, these people's (laughs) names are bigger than the movie titles sometimes. 
That's not what I mean. Oh, <laughs> I no, I, I six get, picture deal with Netflix. Like I'm saying, they signed well, the art, they I mean, signed the actor because that's what brought people to the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, well, which that, obviously yeah, made, I can understand. I'm just like it's just it's, it's do, interesting. I mean, it is along the same lines though. Of like, you look at actors that do sign multi picture. Um, who was Mike Myers signed? Like a, I can't remember how many like mm, six picture hat. deal or something. Yeah, and, and the one he turned down a movie, and so basically like, okay, well if you're not going to do it, then here's this movie you have to do, Cat in the Hat. He's like, <laughs> God damn it, I guess I have to because I signed this contract, and if I don't do the movie, I'm going to be in breach. Yeah, apparently, like, yeah, I mean, uh, Doctor Seuss's widow was so perturbed by the adaptation that she said, "No more live action movies ever." Sorry. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, it was pretty explains... bad. I mean, I hate, I, I hate the Jim Carrey fucking Grinch. What? I like it's... the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, no. What? I hate it so much. I feel like it's good. You don't think it's good? I no, like it. I, maybe, I don't know. maybe it's just because I don't. I, I like hate the makeup and stuff. It like It's like very Tim Burton-esque feeling to me. I feel like, like back Ron in the Howard, day, Jim Carrey sure. was like the one guy who could get away with doing that kind of stuff just because he was so expressive. Like he, I feel like he could pull no, it I, off. No, I feel like Mike he's Myers, fine. I, don't I think, think he's it fine. No, I think I think Jim Carrey's fine. I'm saying like. like no, I get what you're saying. What's her What's her name? Um, I just don't agree with you, Cindy Lou. The, the yeah, the Lou Who lady. No, the lady, the the girl that he likes. The Cindy Lou Who. No, Cindy's the girl. Yeah. Right. No, the no, no, no. Girl. he's talking about like I'm talk, the woman. I'm talking about the, the older on. woman. Oh, yeah. like, okay. Like yeah, ugh, just like the the like like little yeah like, they all have yeah. the nose the... yeah they, they all have like the weird nose and then like the stupid hair and that i don't know it just it's like a fucking fun house like horror makeup thing to me I don't know. <laughs> it just rubs me the wrong way i don't know what it is i would be interested to hear a film student or somebody do a talk on the similarities between this movie and the room all i'm saying there's just so many similarities. Would, I feel like even like uh, we can pick out. I can't like you know. I just I I would like to hear an entire talk on it. It'd be interesting. Somebody's like doctoral oh, guys, thesis. I pulled up. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I I pulled up IMDb and the top goof on IMDb is when Jim takes the ammunition clip out of Plato's pistol, he <laughs> fails to remove the round that would have already been housed in the chamber. Wow. Yes, it's well, not in just the chamber, me. Maybe. It's not just me. Woo. That's funny. Caught it. <laughs> I caught it. Yeah, I did notice some parts. If this is in the goof section too. I noticed some parts where they clearly like dubbed the audio in later, and it doesn't exactly line up. Yeah, I noticed. Like that. what? Really? Wait a minute. They couldn't just make this okay. work. This trivia. This trivia scene is absolutely bonkers. This trivia fact: James Dean was injured several times while shooting the switchblade switchblade fight. During which a real knife was used. <laughs> what? Wow, what a badass. Oh, this you know? explains it. James Dean got angry when Nicholas Ray stopped the knife fight scene after noticing that Dean had cut had been cut on his ear and was bleeding. James Dean said, Don't you ever cut a scene while I'm having a real moment. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Hardcore Jesus. method acting it's right there. Dan- Daniel Day Lewis over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I imagine his reaction is real when he when you know when he's talking to the 
the cop at the very beginning, and he's like, I, I, just, I just might lash out or something. And he's like, well, to get out of my desk, and he starts kicking and punching the desk, and he like, he's like, yeah, he's looking like, at his hand. I'm like, yeah, I could fucking imagine that would hurt. Like, yeah, did you just huh? Who'd knock have this wood Punching desk a like solid eight piece times? of wood five or six times. <laughs> he had to wear he had to wear a bandage for a week after after hitting his desk. One of my pet peeves from old movies is still when they do a high school movie and all of the high schoolers look 35. Like, James Dean was like 24. I was going to say, Natalie James, Wood Dean was reminds, James Dean to me, James Dean to me looks like, um, oh my God, what's his name? Luke Perry. Where it's just like, you look way too old to be playing. Like, we're going to suspend disbelief for the sake of the project, but, like, you don't look like a high Well, some of the greasers literally looked like they were 35. (laughs) Some of those dudes literally looked like... To be fair, they might have just flunked a bunch of grades. (laughs) 10 years, 15 years. (laughs) I mean, they were skipping class to have knife fights. So, I mean, they're not the brightest. That's fair, yeah. None of us had seen this film, so you're going to get three fresh ratings from the Goob Squad. fresh ratings. Uh, Cam, why don't you lead us off? Sure. Uh, Yeah, this wasn't my least favorite um, older film, but honestly, as we've kind of discussed, a lot of the themes were super weird, and the behaviors of the characters were at best off-putting, and at worst, like, very terrifying. Um, So... It was fine, and I also feel like the last, like, 30 minutes were kind of a drag, strangely enough. Like, I feel like it just went on for a a long time. Um, So, you know, I'll give it, like, a 6 out of 10. It's, you know, older movies aren't generally my thing anyway, but, um, you know, there were some redeeming parts, but overall, there were a lot of really weird, like, I don't know. Like I said earlier, like, there were just so many parts where... Like, I just felt, like, uneasy about the prospect of what they were doing in the movie. But it also didn't feel like that was the point. It felt like the point was this is a good thing that they should be doing. I feel like at a certain point, it was just kind of, like, lawless. Like, when they, like, hang the chicken from the family's thing. Yeah, and, what like, the hell is that? I was like, what the fuck? I love that the guy then goes and releases the chicken. Good guy. Yeah, they kept it alive, too. They weren't as yeah. psychotic as Play-Doh. They were like, I'm not going to kill a chicken just to... <laughs> Let's go just let this chicken this loose on their lawn now. <laughs> just good old wholesome 50s humor. You know what would be hilarious? If it, now that we've hung this chicken upside down, we just let it run all over their yard. I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Like we said, I waited so long to watch it. Um, it's beautifully shot. Uh, the CinemaScope is pretty tasty. I do I do love me some CinemaScope. Uh, you just get that like nice, nice uh, lot of black empty space in the uh in the frame obviously but uh it's just so wide you get to see so much um lots of iconic shots and lines from this movie um but i think i'm gonna have to go and watch the other james dean movies now uh because i really liked this one i've only heard good things about east of eden um and and giant so i uh i would recommend this movie we kind of talked about it, like how it's super sporadic and like, kind of all over the place. Um, like you, you kind of come in and you're like, oh, they're just like rowdy, rowdy teenagers. And then it's like, 
they're being hunted and like there's knife fights at the observatory in plain daylight and we're doing races off of the cliff to see who's gonna jump out first like the the movie's kind of just wild but um i thoroughly enjoyed it i I give it a nine out of ten actually um i i waited way too long to watch this one uh yeah wow I was not expecting a nine. That's... Yeah, I wasn't either. Huh. I mean, it did take me four hours to watch this movie, but... Because <laughs> the baby kept making noises and shit, so like I watched yeah. it in parts, but, you know, like maybe if I sat through it all the way... Yeah, respite like, from crying yeah. baby, nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe if I like sat there and like watched it all, I would have been like, okay, this movie's kind of dragging at points, but... I don't know. I do like slower, like hmm. slower. This movie movies feels hectic for some reason. I can't put my finger on. <laughs> <laughs> Watched it in five parts. Uh, but yeah, it's like I don't know. It, it to me, it kind of felt like a nice slow build. Um, but I don't know. It was weird. It was fucking weird. And I like no, I'm, weird. I'm not like I'm not judging. It just caught me off guard. I was no, no, no. Because because like I, I'm judging yeah, I a little. Know, like, the like i don't know <laughs> i'll i'll be thinking about it for for the next day or so you know i'm like damn why that movie was quite odd it is odd i'll give you that when when she when she tried to kiss her dad that was weird <laughs> <laughs> when they but befriended that... the psychotic kid that was that was an interesting choice by them how often when do you think about over... food fight <laughs> all the time <laughs> I've I've told people about that movie and they don't believe me. <laughs> they don't believe that we watched it for yeah. a podcast about movies. Right. Like, and then no, it's like, oh, well, you know, like maybe some like bit, you know, like two bit actors are in it. It's like, no, Mar- <laughs> you know, Charlie Sheen was a Charlie really Sheen? famous actor at the time. Yeah, it's like Selma Hayek or somebody too, or Eva mm, Longoria. I forget which yeah, one. Yeah, I think it is. it's that one. Yeah. I think it's that uh, Eva Longoria, or like Hillary and Haley Duff. No, yeah. both are in it. Oh, both. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a lot of. Yeah. And then it's oh Christopher Lloyd, and then it's like yeah. Charlie mm-hmm. Tuna and like Sunkissed and like yeah, it brands in it. The Twinkie, yeah. Like, God. Oh my God! Ben, what a wild time. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's also really interesting getting back into ratings because we haven't. I haven't rated a movie in four months it feels like so <laughs> feels like maybe you know like you gotta get on letterbox that, refining that bar mm-hmm. would be would be helpful um i will say this movie was not what i expected i will say the first like hour of the movie is what i expected um once once buzz goes off the cliff Things drastically were like, oh, this is not where I thought we were going here. I, I, it's, I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I, I sat through the whole movie. I didn't sit there and like keep checking my phone or keep pausing it to see how much time was left. At no point was I like, man, is this done yet? So uh, that's always a plus. This movie, like Dylan, I think made me want to go through and check out some of the other, especially East of Eden, because I, I do think. I think the premise of that movie, I think, might be more something I would enjoy than where this one ended up going to. 
yeah, it just, like we said, with Plato as a character, just kind of seems problematic and kind of hard when it feels like you're supposed to root for that character, which I get. Again, like we said, in 1955, hurting small animals wasn't the giant warning or red flag that it is today where you're like, this is probably not a healthy kid. Um, not that that means, you know, he should be shot down by police officers. By no means is that ever, you know, the right thing. But it just feels like it takes such a weird turn where something else I, I don't think we really talked about. But through most of the movie, it feels like they try to portray James as this kind of wise beyond his years um mature character and then it just feels like that all falls apart when they get to the mansion all of a sudden he acts much more like a child or a, a younger person than what they make him act like throughout the rest of the movie you know you'd think the character that you meet at the mansion seems like he would have been easier more easily convinced to be in a knife fight or to do some of the like it doesn't seem like it would have taken any sort of goading to get him to do any of those things whereas throughout the rest of the movie it seems like he's a character who's one made a similar mistake before which is why they've moved but two just more like a character that seems like they try to paint him as being more mature than just like a 16 or 17 year old. He's aware of his parents argumentative and the fact that his dad is, and I don't want to say that in a negative way, but at times that like his dad does come across kind of as like a pushover. A simp. Well, not just a simp. Cause I mean, it's not just only for the wife, but I mean, even for James, like, you know, even in the beginning, well, I, I buy you everything you want. I, I give you anything that you ask me for. So it does seem like he's kind of. He's trying just, to be like a, like a, like that cool dad. Like I'm best yeah, friends with you. But also just seems like, like I said, kind of just willing to do whatever or, I mean, like I said, kind of a pushover. Um, you know, James is supposed to recognize this. And then at the end of the movie, it seems like his character completely changes. Um, I said before we started recording, there were parts of this movie that I kept feeling like it was about to become a musical where they were just going <laughs> to randomly start, start into song. Uh, I'm really surprised. I wonder if, if James Dean like doesn't die. If by now they've made this into a musical, I feel like that definitely would have happened i'm honestly still surprised it hasn't i think i've just came up with a million dollar idea so i'll get to work on that right now Um, well (laughs) no (laughs) you could or i could just do the the musical without any of the original cast i don't know we're probably i don't know none of whom i'm guessing are alive I don't know how that even works, man. No, there's pro- there's got to be I'm not saying I'm going to deep fake it into the actual movie. I'm, I'm saying I'm going to... Like, how Heathers is now a musical, right? Like, 
you just take the original and then and then that makes write sense. It but they really should stuff. have included the original cast. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Damn it. So so what did you write this? Um. So yeah, I I gave this also like I gave this also like a six out of ten. I I didn't think Hell it yeah. was. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because of the hype of it. You know, you hear that it's like one of these all-time great classic movies. Um, do I think it's worth watching? Absolutely. I, I think it's it was an enjoyable movie. Um, I just I don't know. Didn't didn't hit it for me. Um, like I said, in, in watching or, or looking through some of the other related or or we recommend movies. I think maybe East of Eden might seem more, more up my alley. I'm gonna, I definitely want to give that a shot next. Um, if you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate and subscribe. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram and enter the giveaway uh, to have a chance to win one of the five codes to get Rebel Without a Cause, uh, the Maltese Falcon, and uh, Cool Hand Luke um, at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Um, Check out the show notes below. Make the, what is it? The Toradora? That's a hate crime. You tor- can't. Tor- you you messed you mess it up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ben, what was it? Ben, ben did the cocktail. <laughs> is he looking at you Googling it right now? You fucking. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I, I, I was, I was you gotta say it saying right. it correctly. Uh, the Toriador, which uh, is there we go. Spanish for bullfighter bullfighter yeah cam looked that up uh, yeah like subscribe share with your friends and family and as always watch responsibly <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>